Hi, my name is Krista Bourne, and I'm the Senior Vice President for Consumer Sales and Field Operations at Verizon. Customers want a personalized experience. They want things to be in a consultative manner, but custom for them. I'm Catherine Speglia, and this is Well Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. Krista, hi. Thanks for joining me on the show. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to our discussion. And let's get right into it. Krista, what's an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you? So, you know, everyone who knows me has heard me tell the story about my children, in particular, my daughter, who I would say is very inspiring to me. Actually, if I had to be a young lady all over again, I'd want to be her because I think she's so clear and she's so involved. And uh, I'm just so proud of all that she has become. And I know that she has so much more that she'll offer. So I think about, you know, what she does in her purpose-driven life. And she has a career trajectory that she's working on through her college plan uh, to be in the legal field, to do work for social justice. She's part of debate. She gives back to young girls and she mentors them in debate, where, by the way, there are not enough women uh, and there are not enough women or people of color. So I'm really proud that she's involved in that space. And as a mom, as a woman, I step back and I think to myself, we must be doing some things right, that we've inspired her to think and live her life so differently. I love that answer. I like the like what you said about if you could go back and do it again, you would be her. It's kind of like the flip side of I want to be her when I grow up. Exactly. Exactly. I wonder who would I be when I grew up if I was her all over again. It's kind of an amazing journey to uh, to think about. So I have a note here about how you went from mailroom to management. Can you just tell me a little bit more about your professional journey? Absolutely. So I did start uh, in the mailroom at a legacy company uh, prior to being purchased by Verizon. And in that role, right, I was able to get letters and mail to all the right people. But there was this group of letters that really didn't have a home at the time. And what I learned as I read those letters, because I was a little nosy, but I was also trying to do my job, is try to figure out where should these letters go? What was in the, the letter itself? And what I found were customers sharing with us their experience. And oftentimes it was really a misunderstanding. Either they didn't receive the information they needed or they didn't understand it properly. So it was just an opportunity to kind of correct things and sometimes make the business better. So I've really held on to that idea and I've worked in probably every job that was available at the time in our customer service uh, environment. Um, Later, I relocated a few times. I also then moved into our customer service, uh, sorry, our sales uh, environment, which is important because I think for a decade, I spent time understanding how to retain a relationship, how to retain the revenue represented by that relationship. And when I moved into sales, it was an opportunity to learn the business in terms of how money is made. How do you think about distribution and the points of presence? What do you do with products to make them actually meaningful to your customers that you serve? So bringing those two experiences together allowed me to move into more um, 
uh, jobs that took me down a path of solving for customer problems, but also being a good advocate for employees. And ultimately, I became a market president where I had the opportunity to support a region, a territory, and a geographic area. And now I am responsible for the national view of our sales and operations, where I care for over 100 million subscribers and thousands of our workforce. And it has been incredibly rewarding. Um, when you think about the journey from the mailroom to this national role that I'm in today. Yeah, your journey is certainly a testament to the concept that every single job is, first of all, critical to a company, and second of all, something to be learned from it. Yeah, you know, if, if I could, Catherine, what I would add to that mm-hmm. is I look at every job as an assignment. And I encourage people to think of it the same way. There is something for you to give and something for you to get. And then you have a responsibility to move on and take that learning and apply it to the next assignment and make room for someone to come behind you. And I think that that kind of movement over the last 22 years has allowed me to learn a lot, do things that I probably wouldn't have otherwise um, taken on, and then really just make sure that I share with other people the path that I've taken and they can also follow it. I think it's important to look at it as assignments and not as individual jobs. Would you be able to provide me with an update about how Verizon employees are handling like the continued work from home environment and what Verizon leadership has done or is doing to ensure that there's as little interruption to business as possible? Yes. So thank you for that question on behalf of our employees, because they really are the most critical component of our brand. The people behind the product make everything work. So um, for us, when the pandemic started, we were very fortunate to have a C-suite, our senior leaders, our most senior leaders really understand the human element of the pandemic. And as a result, we immediately made the decision to leverage our partner relationships in a way that allowed us to temporarily close 70% of our stores, redeploy those uh, employees to work from home jobs in customer service and in telesales, where we saw an emerging trend. Obviously, as more customers stayed home, they were trying to get their um, connections in order and make sure they had working equipment. So while we had stores available for essential services, there was a completely new trend happening in customer service and telesales. And our ability within a two-week time frame to redeploy almost 10,000 employees to a work-from-home environment was remarkable. We have since reopened our stores, and we have uh, put our employees back into the environment uh, to serve customers in our brick-and-mortar space, but we still continue to support customers through a work-from-home program that telesales has moved to. So all of our telesales team are 100% working from home. And for our staff and support teams that are working from home, the key has been constant communication. We cannot lose touch with one another. We have to make up for those hallway conversations we're no longer able to have. And so staying in touch through video services, making sure we use good old-fashioned phone calls, all of that has made a big difference. And from our um, employee safety standpoint, those that are working inside of our stores, we're very happy to have launched our next-gen retail experience, which essentially is touchless. So I want you to imagine, and you don't even have 
have to imagine you can come visit one of our stores and experience it, but you could essentially make an appointment before you visit. So we know you're coming and we're ready for you. We've handled over a million appointments in 2020. You would then also be able to come in our store with or without the appointment and do business with us without making contact with shared equipment. So you can make a purchase, you can make a payment, you can accept T's and C's, terms and conditions, all without having to touch the POS tablet or grab a pen out of the clean jar. None of that applies when you're shopping inside of a Verizon store because we've really adopted these uh, protocols that allow us to have a touchless engagement. We have plastic partitions to have extra safety and we have doubled down on our cleaning practices. So we feel like we've done a good job in helping our frontline employees provide a safe shopping experience for their customers. Uh, We've given options to our employees that wanna work from home and we continue to lean in on the exact technology that we sell every day to stay connected. Uh, the clean jar. I never thought that would be a term we all now know and understand. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know Verizon has been really amazing with how they've approached this, particularly in terms of taking care of their employees. But of course, as you mentioned, not everyone can work from home. So this leads me to Verizon's kindness campaign, which I covered back in November, but I'd like to talk more about it today. So what is the campaign and what are some of its goals? Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a campaign built around the human spirit, the best of the human spirit. Uh, and when you think about the environment we find ourselves in, emotions are high, tension is high. People are frustrated at the way the wind is blowing at this point, and understandably so. We're all going through um, an experience that none of us have ever imagined in our lifetime. That being said, it has caused us all to transform the way we do business. So as I've just described, we have new protocols inside of a store. They also include a face mask. So you lose some of that human element where you're smiling at one another and you know that this is a kind, warm, gentle exchange. What we have found is unfortunately, um, the smile behind the mask hasn't necessarily always um, been a a priority of our customers that are coming in that are unruly. They are perhaps Um, frustrated over other things happening in their life. And we've had to make room for that in our business. But we do expect our employees to provide a high level of respect to our shoppers. And we expect it in return. We want people to remember these are mothers, brothers, sisters, uncles, cousins. These are family members. They are humans and they are trying to service the community with goods that we value. We obviously need them and we need somebody to be available to sell them and service them. And so being respectful is what this campaign is all about and giving ourselves grace for the moment that we're in when tensions are high, emotions are off the chart, but we uh, don't consider that an excuse to not be kind to one another. So we encourage everybody to go to verizon.com backslash kindness, where you will find more about this campaign and how you can get involved. We have several of our partners that are involved and we would love to see this spread uh, everywhere because I think it applies anywhere that we are doing business with one another, just to be reminded that kindness goes a long way. The holiday season is not too far behind us, even if 2021 feels already like it's been as long as all of 2020. But what did Verizon do to prepare for the holidays amid COVID? And, you know, how did it go? And are there any lessons you learned from that? 
Yeah, the, actually, fourth quarter went well for us in terms of the way that we manage traffic and the way that all of our channels work together. Um, you know, as an essential business, we've had a little practice here, right? We've been working throughout the pandemic. So we've been building up our digital capabilities, which is probably one of the most important things that we've been able to do this year. So if you think about just the fourth quarter alone, 30% of the sales that our stores supported were really digital fulfillment. Customers that started online and finished by picking up their unit in the store. That was over a million uh, sales that we did for the full year, leveraging in-store pickup and curbside. And so I think what was really important for the holiday season was also important throughout all of the year. And that is having options, making sure customers are clear about their choice for fulfillment. And we've also brought things to life like same day delivery and curbside, things that create an even um, more efficient and more convenient experience for customers to take advantage of. I think all of that came uh, together for us in the fourth quarter. And again, we have the benefit of practicing throughout the year. And as a follow-up question, what of these new practices do you think Verizon's going to keep doing even once COVID's no longer a threat? I mean, this is already moving, like we were already moving towards uh, an increase in, in digital, you know, consumerism. So what are you envisioning for the future of that? Yeah, so definitely we will continue that digital journey, as you said. But I think what we've learned through this experience is customers, customers want a personalized experience. They want things to be in a consultative manner, but custom for them. So you'll see us lean in on what more can we do with appointments? We will not get away. We will not move away from appointments. We'll actually develop that, that capability further. We'll introduce video assist so that as customers are shopping online and they just want to see the back of the phone, they just want somebody to put it in their hand so they can get a sense for how big it is. They can actually do a video call directly to a store near them and somebody will show them that piece of equipment. So we're going to continue to work on practices that bring our channel journeys together so that a customer can pause and resume where they feel fit through their journey, regardless of where they started or where they plan to finish. That's going to be key because customers are still trying to figure out what channel they want to return to. Some customers will return to the brick and mortar, but many will use a hybrid approach and we want to be ready for that. I got to say, I am a Verizon customer and I recently bought the new iPhone. I went from an iPhone 7 to the iPhone 12. <laughs> um, oh, big jump. I know this, this job has changed me. Um, and I have to say it was very easy. And I remember in the past getting a new phone was a whole process and nope, I was able to do it all on my couch in like 30 minutes. It was great. <laughs> oh, I love to hear that. I hope all your <laughs> listeners are paying attention. It is easier at Verizon these days and we're going to keep making it better. So keep yeah. checking in. For my final question, I thought I would just ask you more generally about some of the consumer trends you've been seeing. For example, I, you know, covered some some information about how consumers don't totally know what 5G is or the value it will bring, but they still want it. Is that something you're you're seeing? 
Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, I can't blame them because we have done such a good job at communicating the hype of 5G in terms of we're Verizon, you know our history with network development, you can count on us to do this right. And we're excited to bring the rollout to every market that we've been able to introduce ultra wideband in, as well as our 5G nationwide. So I think people are excited by the hype, the adjectives, the potential, but we are still very much in the early stages of 5G. So developing those consumer use cases is going to take a little bit more time. We obviously have gaming and we obviously know that there is a speed benefit, but it's fair to say that customers and our employees are all learning and working towards this common understanding together. And, you know, listen, we've had a lot of experience with 4G. And if you were sitting on the sidelines with 4G, you might have felt left behind because out of nowhere, the world of applications exploded. So at that time, we were very much trying to encourage people to make the investment in 4G equipment now because it will future-proof you for what will become. And what we know about technology is when it changes, it changes fast. So right now we're building, we're creating capabilities, but shortly all of that will translate into action. And when that action happens, it's game over. You're either in or you're out. And we're encouraging people to get excited about the future, future-proof your technology, and understand that you're part of helping us build it. What do you want to do with it? How will it make a difference in your life? Those are the kinds of uh, questions that developers will find answers to, and that will change everything when it comes to what 5G is and why we buy it. All right. Well, Krista, that was all I had for you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for including me. It was great. Well, Technically is an Arden Media production. For advertising inquiries, contact Danny Miller at dmiller at ardenmedia.com. Today's show was produced and edited by me, Catherine Spike.